What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining in for another episode of Snaps and Golf Claps. I hope you guys are all having an incredible day, an incredible week, that your past week was good, and that you guys are off to a great start. I had a better week this week. I am feeling a little bit under the weather, but all in all, it was an incredible week. I am continuing to work through those emotions, but what I'm realizing is that for a very long time, I think through the process of growth and getting to know myself better, I didn't realize that I was masking emotions in a way. And even though I got better at feeling things, I was still finding a way to numb my feelings and numb my emotions just finding ways to distract myself in any way possible. Social media was a big one for me. And just whenever I felt feelings, just finding an escape. And as of the past, I would say about four months or so, I had a really big wake up call and a realization that in order to live a truly fulfilled life, I needed to be present Before, I thought being present meant not thinking about the past or the future, just being here in the moment. And yes, though that is absolutely part of being present, being present is also just feeling and being with your feelings and being with your emotions. And I thought I was doing a great job at it, but I had just, again, in a period of discernment about four months ago, I had a realization that I was missing one of the biggest things of being present, and it was feeling. And so I embarked on a journey of releasing and removing things that got in the way of me feeling. And it's been a journey, guys. It has been a journey. But because of that, I have moments that I feel a lot, and I feel a lot every day, sometimes It's very positive feelings and emotions. I am in a place where I feel that gratitude is a baseline, which is incredible to say. But even with gratitude being a baseline, there is still those moments that other things come into play. Other emotions, anxiety, sometimes even fear, uncertainty, things of that nature, doubt come into play. But What I've noticed is that allowing myself to feel it doesn't let them materialize and become something that they're not. But to that also means that in allowing myself to feel and walk myself through these feelings and through these emotions in any setting, it can be emotionally exhausting. (laughs) But that's okay. It's okay to have that because the reason why it feels like that right now is because I have been in the business of emotional suppression for so long and even though I understood my emotions I realized I wasn't allowing myself to fully surrender to them and so what that was doing for me was that it was putting me in a space of partial feeling and partially letting these emotions run their course, which then led to me internalizing these feelings. Because the thing is, is that they're going to, 
they're going to be processed however they need to be processed but either you let them run their course through you or they're going to sit within you and so what i would do in the past now in a time again again i'm in a period of discernment and reflection what i realized that i would do is that i would let myself feel it up to my personal threshold so until it got to a point where it was too much and then i would find an escape of sort but what i felt like was happening within me was that i would let out enough to me for me to go back to that gratitude baseline and for me to go back to quote unquote being present but these emotions which i read in a book recently that emotions are energy in emotion so meaning it's always going to be in motion within you even if you decide to ignore it it's not actually being ignored it's still doing what it does it's just in the background it's like those background apps and so you fully close it out it's still going to be doing something in the background and that's exactly what it was so even though mentally i'm i was in a state of gratitude or so i thought there was just these lingering bouts of fear and anxiety and doubt and all these emotions and feelings in the background and they were somewhat irrational but I never figured that out because I never allowed myself to feel it. So anyways, I say that all to say that now that I'm in a space where I'm just letting myself feel what I feel, however long it takes, however it comes out, and I am practicing to not escape from those things. So when I feel, when I feel a lot of feelings happening, I've been turning off my phone and just locking it away so I don't have the escape to social media or whatever the case may be. And I'm just letting myself be completely detached from the world and just letting myself journal or even create. It's been kind of interesting because I'm just allowing myself, I'm giving myself the space to do whatever it is that I feel called to do in that space. And in the past, I wanted to have so much control, but I realized that by releasing all that control and just letting my body move how it needs to, I've been able to really understand myself on another level. But in this space, I had a realization recently, and I realized that one of the feelings that I've been dealing with a lot lately is just feeling overwhelmed. And so I started thinking about it, like, why do I feel so overwhelmed? And I have a lot of ideas. This is why I feel overwhelmed. I have a lot of ideas, and I want to do all of them. But then I start to think, okay, how am I going to get this done? Where is the time going to come from? Or if I don't put in the energy each project needs equally, then I feel like I'm not doing enough. And I feel like maybe I should take a step back and I start second guessing myself. And that just adds to that feeling of being overwhelmed. And so I was having one of those moments last week, actually, and I took a step back and I said, okay, what is, why is this so over, overwhelming? Is it because I don't have the time? Like, yeah, I have the time. I can make the time. Is it because of the uncertainty? Maybe. Is it because the load of work? Yeah, maybe. You know, I'm looking too far down the line instead of just sitting here and enjoying the process and taking one day at a time, truly. All of those, yes, were factors. But I also started to think, and I was like, man, 
even though I don't typically get influenced by perception, like outside perception, I, I feel like I've gotten to a point where I've been able to release that and that doesn't come into my mind. It did at this moment. And I started thinking like, am I doing too much? What is going to be the public perception? What is, you know, what are my family? What is my family going to think? What are my friends going to think? What is the world going to think? Seeing me do all these different things. Are they going to think that I'm just, I start a bunch of stuff and don't finish it? Are they going to think that I am just jumping from thing to thing and seeing what sticks? Are they going to think like, what are they going to think? But it doesn't matter, does it? What they think, because I know my truth. And I know my truth and I know that I'm not going to do anything that I don't want to put my time and energy into. And it's more than just doing stuff for the sake of doing it. Everything that I start, everything that I want to do, it has a shared purpose. And the shared purpose is to create. I love to create anything. I'm a creator. I'm a creative. And so even though a lot of these ideas that I have don't have a commonality to the outside world the commonality for me is that I get to create I had to kind of process a lot of things where it's like is the reason why I feel all these things because I have a lot of started projects and none of them have materialized yet to the public yeah (laughs) that was it you know and I think as much as we don't care about public perception depending on your upbringing or the environment you grew up in this can be something that really does affect you at times where sometimes because of it we end up taking the quote-unquote safe route in order to appease these people and appease the world around us but that ends up hurting us because we never fully get to see what we love all the way through Because we're more worried about what the outside world cares about rather than what we care about and our purpose and what we want to do in this world. And so we're more concerned about not hearing people talk negatively about us or about what the people are going to say than we are about doing what it is that truly makes us happy. Because we didn't get put on this earth to appease other people. And I know that's easier said than done. Again, growing up in an environment where there was a lot of pressure to be the greatest version of myself within a certain parameter, I realized like, okay, um, I'm taking a very unconventional route and it hasn't fully materialized yet. So should I call it quits? Should I back away? What should I do? But what brings me joy is creating. That brings me joy, that brings me peace, that brings me everything. And I feel the most connected to the world, the outside world and my inner world when I create. It's my form of communication. It's my form of showing love. It's my form of all of it. I don't just mean creating in an artistic way. I just mean creating in any way, in any way you see fit. Sure, maybe I don't have much to talk for at this moment. But what I can say is that I'm doing a lot of things that make me really happy. And even though they're not all things that I'm showing to the public eye right now, that's okay. Because I also realize that sometimes we have to keep some things to ourselves and learn how to enjoy the process without external validation. I think a lot of times we get sucked into the process for the sake of external validation. 
and we want to show everything. We want to show every part of the process, but I realize more and more that not everything needs to be shown and some things need to be done just for you. And so right now I'm in a season of doing a lot of things just for me and not everything needs to be shown. And it's great because I get the reward and the validation of just enjoying my process however that looks but enjoying my process and doing the things that I know I need to do to keep that joy and I am getting to a point where because I'm a human being like obviously as humans even though we don't outright say it receiving you know the kudos does something for us does something to us I don't know about for us but does something to us mentally And it can be addictive, especially in this era of social media where there have been studies shown that posting on social media and all this stuff and getting all that feedback is just lighting up our dopamine centers in our brain. So we end up getting to a point where we are fully reliant on external validation and we don't know how to do things without that validation. And so it's important to take a step back sometimes and just do things for you. And fall in love with the process for you and get better at the process every day just for you, nobody else. I'm reading a book right now called The Little Book of Ikigai. And Ikigai is a Japanese philosophy revolving around your purpose in life, your reason to get up in the morning, basically. And what I'm realizing is that the reason to get up in the morning is the opportunity to get better that day and that doesn't have to be shown to anybody it doesn't have to be documented it doesn't have to be anything but just waking up that morning opening your eyes and being like okay today I'm just going to be a little bit better than I was yesterday by doing xyz and being intentional with your time and with your with your space and with your environment and there's a lot of joy and peace that comes from that knowing that that is a opportunity to give back to yourself and so what I'm realizing is that by doing this the peace overflows, the joy overflows, the perp- the feeling of purposefulness overflows and flows into everything else that I do. So it's important to do things for you because you deserve that for yourself. You deserve to find pleasure and pride in your process. And that is the beauty of life, is to have some sort of connection and flow and bring all your worlds together and I think we live in a world where everything we do is so separated like work is separated our family life is separated our you know romantic lives are separated our personal lives are separated our hobbies are separated everything is separated and we fail to find the common thing and the common thing is that is that's the common thing the common thing is to find ways to be better at all of those things every day there's constant improvement without the need to document, without the need to display it, without the need to do any of that, and find the peace and the joy in that. This book has actually been really, really cool because it's it's something I've, it's a book that I've wanted to read for a while, and it's a concept that I feel like I was doing but didn't know much about, and I think, I don't think, in this period that I'm in right now, I'm I'm a big believer that nothing happens by chance, that everything is put into your life when it when it's put into your life for a reason and being present truly being present and being aware of 
what's going on around you and also what's going on within you, you're able to pick up on these things. So this is a book that I've had on my reading list for a very long time. And when I first really like leaned into this period of discernment, I went to like a bookstore, half price books or something like that. It's called. And I wasn't looking for anything. I was just walking around with uh, waiting. My friend went to go get something and I was just walking around kind of glancing and seeing if anything jumped out at me and nothing jumped out at me. I was looking for another book while I was there that was on my reading list and I couldn't find it. So I was just like, all right, cool, like whatever. And as I start walking to the front, for some reason, I looked over on the bookshelf and this book was right in front of me. It was like eye to eye. So I took that as a very clear sign to take it. And so I grabbed it, I bought it, and I was in the process of wrapping up another book. So I said, okay, this is my next book. And the timing couldn't have been any better because I'm learning so much about, again, things that I was doing, but the importance of why and what they actually do for you and how it adds value and purpose to your life. And I'm in a place where that's all I want. I don't really care about anything else except for, you know, finding that purpose and finding that love and cultivating it every single day with everyone around me. And this book is doing such a great job at doing that. And I think once I'm, I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm still reading it. But once I get to the point where I am probably by next, next episode, I'll, I'll be done reading it and I'll do a little bit of a deep dive on the philosophy of Ikigai, if you guys are interested in that. But one of the this is just to wrap up but I was thinking also like man like when was a time that I felt the most balanced the happiest that I can remember like as far back as I can remember and it was I would say I mean I can't fully remember but I do remember just caring about like having this just immense curiosity about life and that's all I cared about was just the things around me and the things in front of me And it was when I was a kid, and right now I'm also simultaneously reading The Artist's Way, but The Artist's Way is more of a workbook, which I would love to chat more about that, but this has been a journey as well. I'm not even going to get into it right now, but in The Artist's Way, they were asking about, like, childhood stuff, and specifically, they started asking about your favorite toy. And simultaneously, like I said, I'm reading both books, and, uh, so I started thinking about, I was like, dang, when was, when, when did I feel the most, like, present? And I remember they were asking about the favorite toy, and I was a mega nerd as a kid. I mean, so bad, dude. Like, my, I asked for Christmas for um, a microscope, like a TV microscope, where it had, like, a little TV screen. And I would just go outside for hours and pick blades of grass and look at them and put them in, like, a little, uh, the little, like things i don't remember what they were called but like i would just crush it up and just look at it through the tv microscope (laughs) and um and that was like seemingly so small and unimportant and so like silly right like looking back but it's like i was so present and i was just having the time of my life picking these blades of grass and looking at their structure under a microscope and i would do that every day (laughs) like I would do it every day whenever I got the chance to go outside and pick random stuff I'd go outside and and I'd go back up inside and just start looking at them or bring my telescope my telescope my microscope outside and do it then so I started reflecting on that moment and I was like why was that such a like that was such a special moment and obviously I didn't 
realize it in that time but what about that moment can i bring into my life now and it was just a curious energy that intense curiosity about life that kids have is something that we start to lose as we get older but it's something that is so special and so necessary to keep ourselves going in life because that's what it's all about like if you don't have a curiosity about life then it's hard to be present right like part of being present is allowing yourself to to explore your environment to explore the life around you to connect with the world around you and that's something we all do so well as kids that we lose as adults so i'm gonna leave you guys with this this upcoming week or whenever you listen to this my challenge to you is to be curious about life and to practice presence by being curious about life and the world around you and connecting with those things around you and asking why about the things around you and just have a intense curiosity about life. I would love to hear about how it goes. So you guys shoot me a message, a text if you have my number, whatever, however you can get in touch with me, but I would love to hear about it. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. So Thank you guys so much again for listening to Snaps and Golf Claps. If you haven't yet, make sure you follow the podcast channel on any streaming platform that you listen to this on. It does help a lot. Leave a rating and a review. I would greatly appreciate it. And make sure you follow the Instagram. Um, Make sure you follow at Snaps and Golf Claps on all socials. And I am super excited and looking forward to connecting with you guys in the future. And I hope you guys all have an incredible day. Love you guys very much. And as always be a little better every day. Thank you guys.